Hi everyone and welcome to Keep in Mind. I'm James. And I'm Peter. Wherever you are in your journey of following Jesus, we want this to be a place where you discover truth to keep in mind. We're so glad to have you with us. Now let's listen to God's truth for us today. Let's reread the passage we read last time in James chapter 3 regarding taming the tongue and the power of words. It goes like this, verses 3, 4, and 5. If we put bits into the mouths of horses so that they obey us, we guide their whole bodies as well. Look at the ships also. Though they are so large and driven by strong winds, they are guided by a very small rudder, wherever the will of the pilot directs. So also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great things. Now, last time when we looked at that passage, we made a simple, simple point that James gives us here. Recognize the power of words. See what words can do. And so I asked the question, well, how are you using your words? Because if they're powerful, then we need to recognize, well, what direction are we using that power? Remember, like nuclear energy, are we going to use it for good or are we going to use them for bad? Because we know words, though they are small, just as James says, they are so, so powerful and can change the trajectory of people's lives. Now, now in light of that, I want to just kind of uh, drill down a little bit more by by applying that a bit more to our lives. See, if, if James is right here and we our experience tells us to be true, that this is clear to us, the power of words is obvious, then we need to be recognizing a few things in the use of our words. Three key things here I want to give us to think about. Number one, be vigilant with our words. What do I mean by that? Well, it's easy. It's easy to keep a handle on our words when we feel peaceful, when life is just as it should be, And our plans are working out in the way just as we had intended them to do. But the thing is, in pressure moments is usually the time when we find that our words can, um, the use of our words can go out of control. You know what I mean. When, When we're having a bad day, when the stress levels are high, when we feel irritated, when we're agitated, when we're anxious, when something is bothering us, and that can be the moment in that pressure that something comes out of our mouths that we wish hadn't. Now, let's remember, if words are powerful, then the things that come out of our mouths in the pressure moments that we wish we didn't say can have a real lasting effect on people's lives and even our relationships with them. So we need to be vigilant. We need to be constantly aware even in the pressure moments, that our words still have power. That's hard to do, but James would encourage us, do you see the power that they have? So number one, be vigilant. Number two, be deliberate with your words. So not just in the pressure moments, but across life. If words have power, then they not only have the power to hurt, they not only have the power to do damage, They also have the power to uplift. They have the power to encourage. They have the power to speak the life of Jesus Christ into the world around us. Not just to those who know Jesus, but for those who don't know Jesus. Let's be deliberate with our words. If there's power, let's be strategic how we use them. Let's be careful. Let's recognize 
hey, our words actually do things in the world around us. So let's be deliberate. Maybe you can think of someone in your life right now that you could be deliberate with your words with. Maybe somebody needs that encouragement. Maybe somebody needs that correction. Maybe somebody needs your input and you know the words your words can change the trajectory of their day. Your words can change the direction of their entire lives. Okay, and number three, here's a key one. Let's be other-centered in the way that we use our words. Be other-centered. Now, this is true of everything we do as those who follow Jesus. We are reshaped in the life of Christ, in the person of Jesus, to not be self-focused, but to be others-focused. So, we're other-focused with our gifts. We're others focused with our generosity. We're others focused with the time, space and money that we have. We're others focused in everything that we do. And we get that because we belong to Jesus. Because we have the life of Christ. We belong to Christ. That means the 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 core orientation of our lives is not to self but to God and others. So as we use our words, let's be other-centered. Let's not use our words to continue to feather our own nests or to build our own kingdoms. Let's not use our words to flatter or to selfishly build our own reputations. Let's use our words for the good of others, for the good of the gospel and the blessing of others in the lives around us. I wonder if you can think of anyone that you need to get in contact with. Is there a text or an email or a phone call that needs to be made to get in touch with them, to be other-centered in the way that we use our words? Now help. Now we, we, we are We are asking the Lord to help us know the power of words and then to use them wisely in light of that. So why don't we pray, recognizing James's teaching here that words are powerful and then to use our words in light of that truth. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we're asking that you would help us to recognize the teaching in the book of James here, loud and clear, that words are powerful. And we're asking for your help by your Holy Spirit to help us to use our words well, to be vigilant, even in the pressure moments, to be deliberate, and that's strategic with others, and then to be other persons centered in the way that we use our words. We need your help, Father, and we know you give it. We're asking for it, and we're praying in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us. Keep in Mind is a ministry of Bradfield and Rutham Baptist Church. To find out more, visit brbaptistchurch.com.